A message I've titled, Don't Miss the Bus. Don't miss the bus. I'm no stranger to public transport. I'm no stranger to catching buses and trains to work and back and to other places as well every now and again. I've done it almost every working day since late July 2010, so for about seven years. And there's very little that's as annoying or frustrating than missing a bus or a train, especially if you just miss it by a few seconds or even less than a minute. It's even worse if it's through no fault of your own. When you can't travel on the same bus or train the entire way to your destination, you need a connecting bus or train to take you further towards your final destination. And sometimes you need several of these connections to get you where you need to go. If you're on a connecting bus-to-bus -bus journey or bus-to-train journey, you expect them to get there in time for you to transfer to the next connection. But when the bus pulls in at the station just as the train is arriving, you've got little to no chance to actually catch it. One experience of public transport the entire world over that is so stereotypical that it features in movies and other types of media is the image of someone running full pelt to catch a bus or train only to have the doors close in their face or have it pull away just before they get there. I've been there more times than I care to admit, so I won't mention anything more about that. And it's so frustrating because you're counting on taking that particular bus or train. You have somewhere to be and you don't want to get held up along the way. It could be the difference to you being late to work or not, or a job interview in an unfamiliar place, or simply getting home earlier to spend more time with your family. Yes, that 10 to 15 minutes wait for the next bus or train does make a difference. Public transport isn't a spiritual thing in case you were wondering, except for the fact that God can use it to help you with your patience and temperance, which is a good thing overall. So why am I talking about buses and trains? We can't take a train to heaven or a bus to paradise. As cool as that concept would be, you just can't find it in the Bible. So why talk about public transport in the first place? Because our walk with God is like a huge public transport system with connections that go to many different places, some towards God and some further away. See, when we take our walk with God, we don't just take one connection, one trip all the way to heaven. And uh, there, there are many different places we have to reach in between. When we pray... We make a connection with God that leads us closer to our final destination of heaven and meeting Jesus. It can't take us all the way there in a single trip or instance, but it's one of the connections with God that takes us one step closer and leads to further possible connections to help take us even further. Prayer leads to allowing the Holy Ghost to change us to be more like Jesus, which leads us to showing more of the fruit of the Spirit, which leads us to being a better witness to others, which leads to people asking more questions about what we have, which can lead to their salvation, which is God's heartbeat. Each of these connections takes us closer bit by bit to our ultimate destination. The Bible talks about a similar process in Second Peter chapter 1, verse 5. And if I could get you to turn there, please. 
I'm not going to ask you to uh, turn to a lot of scriptures tonight. Everybody says, thank you, Jesus. But this will be the main scripture passage that I will talk about tonight. Second Peter chapter 1 and starting from verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That is our ultimate destination. We want to get to heaven. We want to get to be with Jesus for eternity. So what does this passage say? You start a walk with Jesus with faith, also known as saving faith. It's something that starts your walk. You have to have a little bit of faith to start that walk with Jesus. And then as you keep making those faith connections, you make the virtue connection with God by having... um, and in, in terms of virtue, the, the Hebrew word actually means manliness, um, which I'll just refer to as maturity. Not everyone here is a man, and it actually applies to everybody. So I'll say maturity, courage, vigor, and energy, as per the meaning of the, green word, uh, the Greek word, not the green word, to continue the walk with God. So you need to have a purpose. You need to put some effort into walking with God. That is where your faith will take you. Then, after you get virtue... You make the knowledge connection, where you actually start to understand what God has said and why He has said it. Then you make the temperance connection, where God helps you to overcome all evil inclinations and appetites. Then you make the patience connection, where you learn to keep serving God faithfully no matter what the trial or temptation. Then, after that, you make the godliness connection, where you have a full reverence for God and a devout fulfillment of your walk with God. Then... You make the brotherly kindness connection where you learn to be kind and understanding to all the people in the church, even the ones who rob you the wrong way. Then you make the charity or love connection where you truly love God with all your heart, mind, soul and strength and your brothers and sisters in the church also. You can see the gradual process where someone starts living for God from being outside in the world and then grows in maturity from strength to strength as they continue their walk with God and are sensitive to His Spirit. Each connection they make with Jesus allows them to add another connection to lead them to the end of the process, where they are fully able to be used of God in His kingdom until Jesus comes back for His church. But you can't go straight from that first faith to charity or true love overnight. It just doesn't happen. There's no direct connection between the two. There has to be a growth There has to be a process. There has to be those intermediate connections in the middle to take you from strength to strength, to get you closer and closer to God where you can actually 
uh, develop the next one, the next connection in the list. There's a process. There's a few connecting buses or trains in between that each take you one step closer to that final destination of being a mature saint in the church and ultimately going to heaven. We've already discussed prayer as a good connection that brings us closer to heaven and Jesus. So what are some of the others? Reading the Bible. That one is fairly obvious. Listening to and obeying God's voice when it is really God's voice. Many times we can be fooled by our own flesh or Satan into thinking that something that pops into our head is from God when it's really not. If we're not in tune with God's voice, we can believe a lie. So get to know when God is speaking to you and when he isn't. That's an important one. Listening to and obeying the pastor's counsel, even if you think the pastor is wrong. The pastor only has your best spiritual interests at heart and they are accountable to God for your soul so they don't speak lightly or without prayer. Another one is coming to church every service you can. That is a good connection that will get you closer to heaven. It will send you in that right direction. Another one is being actively involved in helping and attending the different church department functions and activities. You encourage the department leaders, you encourage the other saints who are there, and you enjoy yourself, even if it's an activity you don't like doing because you're building relationships with the people with God, people of God. Even something that's not spiritual in and of itself, if it's a departmental function, then it's something that takes you closer to God. It's something that has a spiritual benefit. I'm not a fisherman. I don't like fishing. I would even go so far as to say I hate fishing. And I've never caught a fish, except at a barramundi farm where they starve the fish so they're easy to catch. But I look back at the times the men have gone fishing together with great fondness because we had a great time. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Even when heavy rain forced us all into Brother Frost's caravan together at the same time. Because it wasn't about the activity we were doing. It was about being with the people of God. So if there's an activity on the department that you're involved with that you don't like or you think is stupid, go to it anyway. Encourage the people of God and have a great time because you're building relationships with the people of God and you're encouraging other people to walk with God at the same time. So there are connections. There are many connections that lead you closer to God. But there are connections, other connections, that take you the other way. Whenever you sin, you make a connection with Satan that leads you in the opposite direction. It doesn't take you to hell straight away, but it will if you don't ever repent of it. Even if you repent of the sin, by taking this route, you lose some of your connection with God. Because some of your closeness and relationship with God because God can't stand sin. The more and more you sin, the less and less close your walk and relationship with God gets. And not only that, you're heading in the completely the wrong direction. Another one is ignoring God's voice or God's leading, or God's direction in your life. That's another bad connection. If you do that, you become less able to hear and respond to his voice the next time. And it takes you further away from where you want to get, to Jesus and 
heaven. Choosing to skip prayer or Bible reading and to do something else, even if it's not bad in, in and of itself, is a bad connection. It shows the true priority of our hearts, and we lose that connection that takes us closer to Jesus. God is less able to talk to us and bring us closer to Him, and we become more like the world when we miss out on praying and reading the Bible. Deciding to skip church for trivial reasons is yet another bad connection. Yes, we're sometimes sick, and there may be work situations that may mean we need to miss a service here or there. We understand there, there's life, and life doesn't always mean that everything is perfect. But missing church just because you're tired or have had a hard week will take you in the wrong direction. And deliberately choosing to work at times that will hamper your ability to attend church services or choosing a job that will mean that you can only get to church occasionally, like one service a week, is something that will take you further away from God. You can't get proper spiritual sustenance or direction in your life if you aren't in church to get it in the first place. Your own flesh or Satan can start to lead you if you're not in church, even if you're praying and reading the Bible, because you will start to follow your own heart, what you truly desire yourself. That will become stronger than anything else in your life. And the Bible has something to say about the state of our heart. Jeremiah 17, 9 and 10 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That is the natural state of our hearts. When we're outside of church, when we don't come to church, when we don't hear the Word of God, that is what is going to start to take control. When we don't have an external, independent, spiritual authority in our lives that can tell us the error of our ways, we will go our own way. Like so many people have done before. They've thought that they were an island, more or less. They've thought that they could do it on their own. And they have fallen away. They've gone nowhere um, they're, and they're nowhere today because they didn't submit to a church it's never just jesus and me it's never been the case and never will be the case it's jesus the pastor the church and me hebrews 10 and verse 24 and 25 says and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works the Bible tells us to encourage others who are on the same path. We don't distance ourselves. We don't just try to have a relationship with Jesus alone. But we go to church. We encourage one another, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another. How can you exhort someone else when you're not even in the church, when you're not in the house of God? And so much the more as you see the day approaching, how much closer is it today than it was yesterday? How much closer is it? How many times has the Lord said, I'm coming back soon? In tongues, interpretations, and in warnings, God is coming back soon for His church. And we need to be in the church. We need to stay strong. We need to be under spiritual leadership and authority as, and more and more as we keep getting closer to when Jesus comes back. We need the church, the pastor, and the people in the church to help us make the connections that will lead us to heaven and not hell. We're all in this together. Like it or not, we're all in this together. And together we help inspire each other to walk closer to Jesus.
But if you're not in the church, how can you inspire someone else to go deeper in their own spiritual walk? And if you're not in church, you can't hear God's special word and direction for your life through the preaching of the word. Listening to or watching preaching outside of the church, whether through YouTube or through something you've downloaded or another church, isn't enough. Even if it's solid, one God apostolic preaching and teaching. Those things can enhance an already good walk with God. But you need to be accountable to somebody. Have a spiritual leader, a pastor in your life. Otherwise, we'll just get deceived. Our own heart will deceive us. And we'll go in the wrong direction. And then there are some connections that are not good or bad in and of themselves, like most sports or hobbies. These connections don't take you any closer to God or the final destination, and they don't really take us further away from God either. These connections just take us sideways. When in moderation, they are good and even necessary. But when they get out of balance, they take us extremely sideways and start our spiritual growth. If you're on a straight line between you and your destination, so there's a point there that I'm trying to get to, and there's a straight line, and you're traveling in that straight line, moving sideways means that it's slightly further to your destination. You still have the same options and connections for moving forward to your destination. That doesn't change. But the further you go sideways, the further you get away from your destination, yeah, but the further you go sideways, the further you get away from your destination because you're no longer on the straightest route. Doing anything neutral or even good to extremes will take you further away from God because that's not His plan for us. God has called us to temperance and moderation. And when that gets out of balance, we suffer spiritually. And I speak about that from personal experience. I have been there. And I know that it happens. So what's the point of talking about these good, bad, and neutral connections? The point is, don't miss the bus. Don't miss a chance or an opportunity to take and make those good connections that will bring you closer to Jesus and ultimately heaven. Because you don't know when the next bus will come along. You might miss an important connection that will have a positive and permanent impact on you and the people around you. At some stage in this journey, Jesus will come back or we will die. And a line will be drawn in the sand as to who makes it to heaven and who doesn't. Which direction will you be heading in when that happens? Where in the spiritual public transport network will you be? And how close or how far will you be to that final destination? I don't believe that the line is drawn in the same place for everybody. I don't believe that everybody has to have reached a particular point in their lives to be able to get to heaven because everybody is at a different stage of development in their walk with God. But we can't use that as an excuse to be slack or think that God understands so where I am is good enough. Yes, God understands your situation even more than you do. But God expects you to be pressing in closer, not trying to cruise your way into heaven on past performance, and past experience. You see, cruising doesn't work uphill. Sooner rather than later, you come to a complete standstill. And then you start to drift backwards. And our destination, the place we're striving to reach, is not on this earth. 
It's heaven. We're pressing in to go up to heaven, not pressing in to go to just go across the country to another city. It's going to take some discipline and some effort. We're going to need to keep track of the time so that we make sure that we catch the next bus, the next connection that takes us ever closer to Jesus and heaven. We've been given ever more urgent warnings that Jesus is coming back soon. Don't get caught out taking the wrong bus or missing that important connection because it's our salvation on the line. We won't just lose our jobs or miss time with our families if we're late, like on the the worldly public transport. It's our eternity that we're talking about. If I could get someone to the piano, please. So I want to ask some very pointed questions right now. When was the last time you made a good connection? Did you allow that good connection to lead to other good connections with Jesus? Or did you just sit back on your laurels thinking that it's good enough that Jesus understands? Jesus understands that if you don't keep pressing in, if you don't keep traveling towards your final destination, you start to stop, stagnate, and then go backwards. Don't look at where you are with God and think that that's all there is. You might see the possible connections you can make from where you are at, and they might not excite you too much. Just be aware that the next connection is not the end of the journey. The next connection opens up more possible connections with Jesus. And then that connection opens up more and more and more. Your relationship with God can get deeper and more satisfying than you could ever possibly imagine. Don't judge God based on where you are right now and what you're feeling right now. Feelings are our worst um, basis that we can use to relationship with God. There are incredible experiences that you couldn't even believe waiting for you as you make those connections with Jesus. But you need to keep exploring those connections that lead you one step or stop, bus stop closer to heaven. It's a lifelong journey. Don't expect to have arrived in a week or a month or a year or a decade. In fact, you will never arrive until Jesus calls you home to be with him. Did you know that your walk with Jesus actually has no limits? You can never get to a point where it's the end of the line. Where you've gone as far as as it is possible to get in Jesus, where there's no greater depths to go. Jesus is limitless. And a walk with God has no borders or land's end. You don't reach a point where you suddenly fall into the sea. Because there's, there's no end to the depth of the relationship that you can have with God. Our walk with God is all about good connections, all about the good connections we take and make with Jesus in our lives every day, every time we can. Your walk with God might be good right now, but it can get even better. I know that mine can. I can see some of the connections that I've made that could be better. And I can see many of the good connections that I've missed. I wonder where I could be with God right now if I'd taken all of those good connections. If I hadn't missed those buses and had gone the full way that I could. But this isn't a message about regrets. This is a message about moving forward. Pressing closer from now and onwards. So where are you at 
in God's public transport system right now? Which direction are you heading? How long have you been waiting at the same bus stop or train station? How many connections have you missed or just watched as they went right past you? Now is the time to take that spiritual bus, that train, make that connection again with God that will bring you closer.